Hi, good morning everybody. This is Crypto Rich, working with you to get rich with crypto. Uh, we are, what are we doing? We are filling our pockets with cryptocurrency and making profits out of cryptocurrency. It's Sunday the 16th of July 2017. First, the disclaimer, please note I am a hobby investor. I am not a financial advisor. Please do not take anything I say as tips or advice. I'm only sharing what I'm thinking and what I'm doing. Always, always do your own di diligence, especially since I frequently read numbers incorrectly on the screen, as has been pointed out to me, <laughs> and never invest any more than you are willing to lose. All right. Okay, this morning we're going to have a conversation about populace. Now, I say we because I want to introduce you to the other crypto rich. There are actually two of us that run this channel. And in one of our earlier earlier videos, uh, there are two of us talking, and we're going to do this again. Uh, so I want to introduce to you uh, Crypto Rich, the other Crypto Rich. Hello, other Crypto Rich. Thanks for having me here, Crypto Rich. <laughs> you are welcome. You are welcome. And how? <laughs> it's great to be here. It, it is great to be here. And just so you know, very often, um, who responds to the comments? It might be Crypto Rich, or it might be the other Crypto Rich. But we do work together right. on this on this channel, and uh, what we're going to do what we're going to do today is we're going to have a conversation where I'm going to explain to the other crypto rich populace. Now this is an ICO. I think it took place uh, in late June or early July. I don't actually know, but I bought the tokens after um, the ICO, and I bought them off Ether Delta. So let's have a look at Ether Delta. Uh, there's my, there's my, there's Veritasium, the cryptocurrency love of my life, and we both have Veritasium. Here's Populous, and how much is Populous tokens going for right now for one ether? Okay, 112 Populous tokens for one ether. So it has gone down because I was buying some the other day uh, for a hundred, but then everything in the market has gone down. We just have a look at uh, coin market cap. Let that load. You know, Bitcoin's twenty forty eight. Ethereum is one hundred and seventy seven dollars seventy eight. Um, Bitconnect fifty one twenty one. Veritasium one hundred and ten dollars eighty one. Now it has been trading as high as um, two hundred dollars. And I'm not including when it's spiked up. And let's have a look at PPT. Populous. $1.56. And if you look on the chart, see it has been as high as $7.73. And it was first list listed on CoinMarketCap on July the 11th for $2.79. And right now it's trading at $1.56, but everything is down. And we know what that means, don't we, other crypto rich? It is time to fill your pocket. That's right, and make some big cryptocurrency profits. Absolutely. Yes. Now, I own a few popular, not much, but I own a little bit. And I don't know much about it. I know very, 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 very little about it, but I know that you've been uh, researching it quite heavily uh, over the last few days, few weeks. Um, so I'm 
I'm I'm interested. This this is an opportunity for me to learn something about a token that I know nothing about or very very little about. Okay. Okay. Um, now I've been buying it because um, somebody, one of the commentators, somebody posted, mentioned it, and I started looking into it and got a bit curious. Um, and I will say about what it is and why I think so, it's such a great opportunity. Now, there's a maximum supply of 53 and a quarter million PPT, a circulating supply of 37 million, has a market cap of 57.6 million, and I'm being careful to read numbers correctly. <laughs> <laughs> so yesterday I it's said, okay, I tell you what. I read them as I want them to be because yesterday, in yesterday's video about pillar token, I said like veritasium, 16, veri 16 veritasium for one ether is actually 1.6 veritasium for one ether, as somebody pointed out, which is why it's so important to do your own due diligence because I can't yeah. even read numbers. No, no. Now, here it says. It's ranked number 47 by uh, market cap on coin market cap. You go to the markets. Hey, it's being traded on Ether Delta, which everybody loves. Everybody loves Ether Delta. And I have no idea when it's going to go on um, any of the other exchanges. Now, one of the things about Ether Delta that people have said is it's difficult to use, don't know how to connect it. I've done, a, I think, two or three videos, maybe more videos where I'm using Ether Delta. You need to set up a MyEther wallet, connect it with EtherDelta, and this is the advantage of EtherDelta. It's decentralized. If I use Bittrex or Poloniex or Livecoin, they have the private keys. And it's the same risk as there was the case with Mt. Gox when that got hacked many, many years ago. Or I think Krakow yeah. also got hacked. EtherDelta is... A people have been saying in their comments for those videos is that whilst Ether Delta is very, very confusing at first, once you've done a few trades using it, once you've connected your MyEther wallet account and disconnected it again a couple of times, it's actually very easy. It's very simple. It's pretty straightforward. Yeah. It's that initial, um, that initial experience of using it, it doesn't quite make sense. And I think that's partly because it's a decentralized exchange because you do need to connect an external wallet. Yes. Absolutely, and that it's decentralized makes it safe and secure. It all takes place on the Ethereum smart contract, but it will cost you. If I make a trade that doesn't fill, it's going to cost me um, Guay and gas, which is like, as I explained uh, in yesterday's video, it's like I'm driving, I get in my car, and I drive to the local shopping center to buy something. But if the local shopping center doesn't have the thing that I want, I still have to pay for the petrol, for the car. So when I place an order on Ether Delta on the Ethereum contract blockchain, I have to pay for gas. And the, pr the, the price that I pay is the guay, and the, the limit is how much gas I'm going to use. Or it's the other way around, I forget. You should watch my video for yesterday. But let's get on with Populous. Why do I think Populous? Let's go to Chrome. Populous is such a... Uh, before, before you kind of get into websites and, I don't know, white papers or whatever, I can see that's open in a, in a tab there. Just give me, give me the first cut. Right. I 
can see there it says sell your invoices online. Yeah. Me? Yeah, no, no, I said yes. Give you the first card. No, 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 like me, I can sell my invoices online. Like, what, what is the popular token do? Okay, so to do that, first I got to explain to you what invoice factoring is. And I, I can explain it. is I can ask you, Crypto Rich, what is invoice factoring? I have no idea. That's right. And I didn't have any idea either. I know what an, I know what an invoice is. <laughs> That's right. You know what an invoice is, right? So consider this. Imagine that you're running a recruitment company and you've got a million pound turnover which is about $1.2 million a year of turnover. And you get, you secure a million pound contract with the BBC, to supplying temps for the BBC. Now you have to pay your temps on a weekly basis, but you've not earned the money to pay them. The BBC, they're going to pay you, but that might take 30 days, 60 days, 90 days before you get your million pounds. So how are you going to pay your temps? They want the temps from next week. And the temps, the locums, the agency staff, they got to be paid the end of next week or the end of the week after. And you don't have the money. This is a massive, massive contract. So what are you going to do, Crypto Rich? Yeah, no, this is not that. You could request a loan, right? There's this thing called invoice financing because the bank is going to want collateral, especially since you, you've just won a really large contract. But even if you haven't won a really large contract, how the world of business works is um, invoices are paid 30 days, 60 days, 90 days later. You know, even for your, your regulars, even, if, you know, your regular companies, you invoice them quarterly or something and they pay 30, 60, 90 days later. Banks aren't going to keep lending you money against money unless you can give them some sort of collateral, which is where the invoice financing comes in, which is you take out a loan against the value of the invoice. Now, Populous doesn't deal with invoice financing, as far as I can tell. It deals with invoice factoring. So here's how invoice factoring works. You will sell your invoice, your million pound invoice, to a company that will pay you maybe 95% of the invoice within 24 hours. You've got 950,000 pounds now within 24 hours. And then the company, they, the invoice factoring company, they then go and collect on that invoice against the BBC or whichever company it is. Now, does that make sense? And, to I, keep paying my, and I keep paying my employees. I've just had to take a 10%. Uh, I've had to pay a 10% cut for getting the invoice effectively paid early. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, and, and I think you know, it's a 5% cut in that example, 95%. Yeah. Now, but but that five percent cut 
maybe I don't know. Maybe it's included in the in the amount that you invoice the BBC, because I think generally, you know, companies are looking for a thirty percent profit margin. So you're still making a profit, and you're going to have a satisfied workforce who've got regular work and they're getting paid, and you're going to have a satisfied client, and you're and you've got a million pound contract, which can get renewed, right? So, um, and you don't have to worry about collecting on the invoice. Now, where the invoice financing is different is you get a loan against the finance, against the invoice, but you would still, it's still down to you to go and collect the money against the invoice. Invoice factoring, you have to, um, you sell the invoice. It's no longer yours. The other person claims, right? Now, in that instance, there's all sorts of paperwork involved. I'm just getting this talking to you. There's all sorts of paperwork because the liability, the 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 um, the right to collect against the invoice has to be passed on to this other company. The BBC have made a made an agreement with you as the recruitment company, but you now got to change the agreement to uh, to the invoice factoring company because otherwise. Immediately, it's clear how the blockchain would be useful here. How 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 would it be useful? Well, it keeps the agreement straight. Like there's there's no ambiguity because the agreements are locked in in the blockchain. Absolutely, it's all done. On and the who 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 owns the invoice is is uh, can be tracked. Yep, and it's all done on the on the Ethereum blockchain with a smart contract. Now I'll come to that in a second, right? This is. Have a look at invoice fa uh, invoice factoring. So this is a company, TouchFinancial.co.uk. I have no, we Crypto Rich and I, we have no uh, relationship to them. I just found them searching around. But you know, if you take a company that's got an annual turnover of a hundred thousand pounds, is that right? Make sure that's five zeros, right? Yes, no commas there. Hundred thousand, and then you're owed ten thousand pounds. One. That's a thousand, right? And uh, you ask for an eighty-five percent advance, so they'll give you eight thousand five hundred pounds, but it's going to cost you two hundred twenty-two pounds per month. Now I don't know what the per month is because I haven't gone through it, but that might be until it takes for the for this company to collect against the invoice, and also for administration fees and stuff, right? Um, and actually what they do is they find other invoice factoring companies for you. So they're like a search, they're an intermediary. So they're between you and the invo in invoice factoring company. And then if you want a 95% advance, well, it costs you a little bit more, £223. But if you change the amount, you're a larger company, a million pounds, and you've got a £100,000 contract, it's going to cost you £1,000 a month. For an advance of ninety-five percent. Now the other thing is that if you've got a annual turnover of a million pounds, but you're owed a thousand pounds, the fees don't go down much. You get nine hundred fifty quid, but it's going to cost you eight hundred ninety-five pounds. Now, why do you think that is? I have no idea. Probably because the administration involved in selling the invoices doesn't change much based on the amount that's on the invoices. That's right. And it's not even just selling the invoices, it's the 
whole administration. You know, if the, if one invoice, whether it's a thousand pounds or a million pounds, pretty much takes the same amount of administration. Uh -huh. So it's gonna. So, so the admin costs take up a lot. Take up a hell of a lot. Now, the other thing about invoice factoring is the company's got to be reliable. You know, you got to have a certain amount of turnover. You got to have a certain amount of uh, history. Uh, you got to be an established company. If um, you got, I mean, for a company with a million pound turnover, a recruitment company with a million pound turnover, and uh, collecting an invoice of the BBC. I don't think that would be much of a problem. Collecting an invoice of some, I don't know, some company abroad. I don't want to denigrate any particular nations, right? But companies, but but companies that are in countries where, where which aren't as well regulated. That could cost a whole lot more. You may not necessarily want to. Um, may not get the same rates for selling those invoices. And then the industry served, I mean, this is, I was so blown away by how widespread this is because this is something that I knew nothing about invoice factoring. What the hell is that? Recruitment, manufacturing, wholesale, transport, courier logistics, printing, publishing, business services, construction, freight, trucking, security firms. You know, there's trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars in that. And this is an article which I'll link. This is from a couple of years ago that in... Uh, 2013-2014, I'm not sure where it says, it's a $3 trillion business. By the end of December the 31st, 2013, $3 trillion. And in the populist white paper, I think I made a note of it here, it was something like $1.9 billion in the UK. The US, it's, not a, it's not a small industry. It's no. not a small sector. No, it's not a small industry. And it's hidden away. It's hidden away. Oh, this is what I found on the white paper, right? That struck me. It it's currently estimated that late payments are costing UK small to medium enterprises as much as one point nine billion a year. So, if you're a small company or a small to medium enterprise and you're not getting paid on time against your invoice, it's costing you a lot of money. As of twenty sixteen, fifty percent of SMEs, small to medium enterprises in the UK, accounted for the total turnover of three trillion dollar pounds, and forty six percent of SMEs experienced some form of cash flow problem and late payment. Now I worked that out as twenty three percent of UK SMEs, so more than one in five, experienced problems with late payment. So we're talking a massive, massive opportunity here the blockchain to make a difference is an any questions you want to ask me crypto rich uh, so far no you actually answered the question i had already which is about how big is this industry yeah here's an article which we'll link to in the description below uh the under the radar ico populous a platform tackling the multi-trillion dollar international billings industry uh, it's quite a simple, short article. And so this was sold out in the pre-ICO. 
time was the IPO? When was it? When was it? I don't know. I don't know when it was. I don't know. But it wasn't that long ago. I should know, but I don't. So um, we can link to that article, and I, I can actually pretty much explain it, right? So uh, there's the white paper. Now, the white paper's in English, Chinese, Hindi. It says Hindu. Hindu is a religion. It's not a language. That should be Hindi. So if anybody from Populous, please change that to Hindi. They're a UK-based company. Uh, Portuguese, French, Spanish, Japanese, Arabic, Turkish, Danish. See, notice that doesn't say Christian. It says Danish. Vietnamese, Russian, Korean, and Greek. Okay, Hindu. <laughs> that is funny. Okay, so here's how it works. Just, let's leave on the white paper scroll through the paper copy there is a platform interaction here which kind of explains it I do invite you to have a look but uh, basically what Populous will do is they will do a verification of the companies that want to sell so your recruitment company so okay I'm going to use the Ethereum I'm going to use uh, Populous the Populous platform to sell this invoice, this BBC invoice. So the populace, populace will do a know your customer check on you. You know, they want to make sure that you're viable and stable, you're an ongoing concern, right? They'll do all, the, all those checks. <clears throat> and then the invoice factoring company will come along and they will, the investors as they're called here, and then they will, Populous will do a check on them as well. Have they got money? Are they an established business? Do they have the funds? And then what happens is it enters an auction on the popular smart contract. And this is all explained here, if anybody wants to have a look. Um, but I didn't find it particularly easy. But So on the Probably smart... Probably someone that can read numbers would understand it quite There, there are no numbers on this. There are no numbers. It's just uh, that when I looked at all the squiggles, Crypto Rich, it just kind of swam in front of my eyes. <laughs> but it goes through the steps. I think it might be useful here to say what a smart contract is. On a very, at a very, very simple level, a smart contract is if X, then Y. That's it. That if certain conditions are met, if condition X is met, then Y will happen. If condition Z is met, then A will happen. And it can't be altered without the agreement of both parties. Of course, that depends upon the nature of the smart contract. There's some smart contracts that are completely immutable. You know, when I go and buy, um, say, Veritasium off Ether Delta, I don't really get to say that I'd like my, my gas back because I didn't make the sale. No, it's immutable. It's part of the agreement. So a smart contract, within the smart contract system, there's an auction. So then people start bidding in the auction and at any point the your recruitment company can accept a particular bid before the auction ends or you can accept a bid at the end of the auction, whichever was the best bid. Now this cuts, this cuts down a lot of the time and it cuts down a lot of the uh, administration. 
and then when the um, the the money the money gets handed over, the invoice gets handed over all inside the smart contract. It gets paid all inside the smart contract. I can see here that they're they're cropping currencies. Yes. Fiat currencies with manual bank transfers, as well as cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin, populist tokens, and other cryptocurrencies there. Yes. So how the populist token works is, one, it runs the machine, but it also gives access and it allows for payments. So your company in the UK, one populist token is equal to one pound, one British pound. If you're, if a company in the US is bidding to do the factoring, because they're like, oh yeah, we want, we want to enter the UK market, then uh, they, they, they can buy populist tokens with US dollars, or uh, and it gets converted at whatever the going conversion rate is. The exchange rate between the US dollars and the pound. Apparently about one twenty-eight or something. Yeah. So that so that you you as a British concern would get paid in pounds. And it is that one populist token equals one whatever fiat currency is where the invoice is being collected. So uh, or where the, or where the the borrower is wants to or whatever so, the borrower on, let me make sure I got, I got that straight. So one popular token will equal one pound if the invoice is being collected in pounds. Yeah, I and think one popular token will equal one dollar if the invoice is being collected in dollars. Yeah, I said? think it's where it's being paid, where the invoice is being paid. So you're paying the borrower. So you you don't want to be paid in dollars, right? With your recruitment company, you want to be paid in pounds. Yeah. Right. So one populist token will equal one pound for you. That's what you'll get. But for a, an American company, they will have to buy sufficient populist tokens to pay you in pounds at a one-to-one -one rate. Is that clear? Yeah, I'm just trying to think through the implications of that and if that work yeah it does work because basically we just have international currencies being traded but without the transaction fees there's no there's because if I wanted to send if a company in in the US wanted to send uh, convert dollars to pounds and send them to you they'd have to go through um, exchange brokers but not here if they wanted to pay you a million pounds, they would have to buy 1.2, assuming that it's $1.2 to the pound, right? They would have to buy, in the US, 1.2 million populist tokens and send them to you, and you'd get 1 million tokens. Sounds like there might be an arbitrage there. What would happen to the other two million? No, they would get one million tokens. They'd get one million tokens, but they would pay one point two million dollars, and you'd get one million tokens if that was the cost right, of Right now, numbers. if they're withdrawing in popular tokens, in the bottom left of the screen there. Yeah. I've not read the white paper, so it gets I'm converted. a little bit blind here. I'm fumbling around in the dark. But 
they have previously been paid in popular tokens for, let's say, for a dollar invoice. Yeah. They will be able to settle a British invoice cheaper because they already have the popular tokens. And if they had to buy the tokens using dollars, is that right? Am I getting that right? Or am I way off the mark here? No, I think where it's cheaper is they is they forego the foreign exchange transfer fees. That's where it's cheaper. And they stay with and they stay within the popular ecosystem. Yeah. And then if they want to cash out, they'll cash out in their local fiat currency. Okay. So it, so it cuts out the bank the the banks and the foreign exchange merchants and saves everybody those fees. And then they can also use Bitcoin to convert to populace. And other, it says oh, like other cryptocurrencies, right? Um, yeah. Do you know, and do you know, it, it's like, this is a whole new paradigm. I still, like, got to think differently and get my head around this and what it would look like. I mean, for me, I had to discover Invoice Factory. I'm not an Invoice Factory, this hidden world of business. I mean, the company that I work for, I work for a training and uh, a communication skills company, as you can tell, perhaps. Uh, they said, yeah, we, we, they have a £30 million turnover and they do occasionally use invoice factoring companies when, they win, when they've won big contracts with large British companies. But, wow, I had no idea. Now, what I like about um, Populous... And why I think it's so good is it's a niche market. I don't think there's any other cryptocurrency dealing with this. It's a niche market and it's a really, really large market. So one is they're going to have first mover advantage. Uh, and also I saw somewhere, I think it might have been that article, it's like the platform is 90% complete. You know, so something, so often with these ICOs, what you get is a... Um, crypto like a promise of something you give us the money and we will develop this but they've developed this already like the ICO that's happening at the moment with um with pillar with pillar yeah no I got, there's, I got, nothing, there's nothing there right with pillar yeah there, there's nothing there and I've got something about pillar which maybe I can do another video about sometime soon right but the thing about pillar should I mention it? Okay, I'm going to mention it, right? Yeah, is... mention it. Sorry? Mention it? Don't mention it? I'm going to mention yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, men mention it. The only thing I'm trying to get my head around is... relevant, I'm interested. Is get my head around with Pillar, this personal data locker. How is it going to communicate with all these different sites, all these different applications that use different coding and different languages and have different security protocols and different stuff that I have no idea about because I'm not techie. And then it occurred to me, well... Really not techie. I'm really not techie. In some way they will because, you know, if you've got an iPhone, your apps run on the iPhone. Like, you know, the Jack's wallet runs on the iPhone, but it also runs on Android. If you, you know, if I'm using the Chrome browser, the BBC website runs on the Chrome browser as well as on Microsoft, on uh, Internet Explorer or on um, Firefox. Well, that's part 
partially, that's partially correct. Like, when someone builds an app for an iPhone, it doesn't automatically work on an Android and vice versa. They have to but rebuild gets built. or at least adapt, adapt it to work on the other platform. Yeah. The but same with a website. You know, some websites will work on Internet Explorer and Chrome. They won't work on Safari, for instance. Yes. yes. But, it can, but it can be done, and I think the strength of Pillar and the strength of the blockchain, including Populous, is that it's open source, which means people can check it and verify it. And then back to Populous, because it's on the blockchain, it is immutable. And it's secure, and it's fast, can't be hacked. It cuts out a lot of the administrative costs. So, uh, I, I, now, I'm not, I'm not a financial advisor. Crypto Rich is neither of, it's not a financial advisor, nor is the other Crypto Rich. So please do your own due diligence. But we do, this is one that we're both invested in. Both Crypto Riches are invested in. And uh, we will be watching closely. Okay, now, just whilst this is just you and me talking about populism, can you, can you just go back to CoinMarketCap and show me again where, it, where it's at now? Should, should, I, should I draw some should I draw some lines? Should I have a go at drawing lines? And how pecky you're feeling. <laughs> well, I am not a technical advisor. I'm not a technical <laughs> trader. Uh, that's just loading. Um, you might have just seen they were actually filming this on Saturday, 11.36 p.m., but it's going to go out Sunday morning UK time. Let's have a look. Let's put in PPT. My computer's running a bit slow. P. Okay, I've got some lag here. Populous. Has it gone up 20 cents? Since we did this video, wasn't it one dollar fifty six at the start of the video? Oh, it's gone up. Okay. Here it is. So let's see what lines I can draw. This, by the way, is Web Paint. It's a Chrome extension. Doesn't work on uh, the Brave browser. So we seem to have hit support here. I say seem because it doesn't have much history. And this is the high. So we've got a descending triangle, but it's hit support. Let's take that past. And then it broke support here. Which actually looks like it could be resistance. And then there's a another line of support here, that downtrend. But right now I can't I can't tell where it's going. It's it's bouncing along, but it's so dependent upon I think what happens with Bitcoin just, and there's, Ethereum. There's just a not, not enough history there. No. Um I'm gonna carry but on drawing the market, there. it's very new. It's got a high of, what is that, about 8.75 or something like that. Well, let me 
show you something. If you go to on Coin Market Cap to historical data, there you go. He's got three days worth. <laughs> so well, out of the last three days, yeah. we've, we've had a high of eight eighty-two. So yeah. my chart reading was out by about seven cents there. Right, a high of 882, July the 13th, and a low, an absolute low of $2.67. I hope I read that number correctly. Um, but it's, uh, it's early days and it doesn't have today's figures on it. Okay. see it tomorrow okay i think where is it? Okay. i think i think so if it done. takes off it's got potential to go a long way yeah yeah and of course don't invest any more than you can afford to lose or you're willing to lose but we are at the beginning of a whole new asset class okay that's it thank you very much uh, if you like this video, please uh, click the like button. Uh, please post your comments and your questions. Please post this on Facebook and Twitter, because I'm not on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, also, um, subscribe, and uh, we look forward to seeing you. Oh, there are links in the description below. There's also a, uh, a donation to a charity. I did a video on um, a few weeks ago, which... They, they are a charity. I've checked them out on the U.S. Uh, charity website. And what they do is they give, they support victims of human trafficking in the U.S. This is the video that I did earlier. Run to the rescue of the charity. Please donate bitcoins to them. Don't donate bitcoins to us. That's it. From uh, me, Crypto Rich, and from the other Crypto Rich, anything you want to say? Thank you. Thank you, other crypto rich. And uh, we are getting rich with crypto. And how we're doing that is we are filling our pockets with cryptocurrency profits. Thank you very much. All the best. Bye bye. Bye bye.